One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone. It is The Build-Up Show. I am Paul Machen here in body, if not 100% in voice just yet. Uh, Al Smith and Ian Young do join me. Oh, both 100%, I'm certain of it. Uh, by comparison, certainly. Uh, Liverpool United, yes, gents. Wow. Uh, have we suitably recovered from the weekend? Um, reasonably. This this should feel like a big game, and it doesn't. I'm it, it, no. No, I agree. I'm sorry. It doesn't like it. Just doesn't feel like a massive game right now. But given everything that we've been through in the last week and a bit, like I'm just kind of happy now. We've got my new to play because they're shit. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Thanks very much for watching. Um, I, think, I don't think we're top of that. Um, no, I, I agree, and and I think that's an interesting point actually because you're right. It is. Look at Man United, and how I feel. On Tuesday, it's going to be massively different to how I feel on Monday when I'm yeah. still basking in the afterglow of uh, of Wembley at the weekend. But in some respects, it, it, it's a very useful week, isn't it, Ian? Because I think to keep the vibes going, you know, you've been to Wembley, we've gone and turned over Man City, and Turtle's point, look, Man City are miles better than Man United. It doesn't need saying, everyone knows that, but it's worth repeating because it's quite funny as well. Um, <laughs> that United are shit, and, and Everton, the couple of the weekend, they're shit as well. But the fact that they are big games, that they do mean something to us on the, particularly on the day, particularly at, at Anfield, it would be bad to kind of. I mean, after the League Cup final, it was a bit like, ah, oh, we've won the League Cup, oh, and then you just back into the ground. If you've then got like Brentford, you're like, oh, but we've now got a week of games against the two teams we hate the most. So at least, it, yeah, I just feel it keeps the vibe going. The, the crowd are going to be well up for it, Andy. Whatever yeah. what cops been asking for for the past. Whatsoever he's gonna get it like in a plum. I mean yeah. that the atmosphere on Saturday was off the scale even compared to what Liverpool fans normally give. It was like a different level on Saturday, and I I can only see that carrying on. The mad thing is about the United game is Errol's feeling what he was just saying there about the being shit. That that's not a feeling that's just snuck, snuck up on us. When yeah. I was looking at the fixtures this month, normally you look at Everton United and you go, oh shit, they want to drop punch there. Because of the amount of competitions we're in now, we're looking to manage our squad mm-hmm. and you're looking at Man United and Everton going, maybe Thiago will do the rest against United. Yeah. Which is something which would never have been said in luxury, the... luxury though. Yeah. It's, it's something that would never have been said before and because of the place that United and Everton were in, but I'll become complacent they're the players that you're going to, they're the teams going to look at maybe giving someone a rest against because yeah. you're not going to do it in a Champions League semi final. No. No. no, no, I I, I agree with that, and that's that's a really interesting thing. And obviously, we're going to do how Liverpool approach it all in, in, in part two, but I think that's definitely a consideration. And I think, I think the biggest thing in this week is that United and Everton, and we can say it, let's say it again, the shit, they're both shit, you know, by their own standards, Everton yeah. even worse, yeah. you know. Um, United will feel like they've turned a little bit of a corner, having won and top four is not closed off to them anymore, certainly. That's because the other teams are shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, top four, no one wants it, no one's up for it this season. They're like, oh, yeah. we'll go fifth, we'll do the Europa. Like, no, no. We're not good enough for Champions League, you all know it. Honestly, it's like watching the top four races like this every season, more or less. It's like the fellas have all got their shoelaces tied together <laughs> and it's like, a, it's like a slapstick, wacky races style <laughs> race to the fourth place. Whereas like, the for the race to the ch- to the title is like an epic Formula One showdown yeah. with the two best machines and the two best drivers, neck and a corner for corner, and the top four race is literally wacky just wacky races. races. <laughs> it's like it's like destruction derby where these cars are smashing each other up and, and tripping each other over and ball. It's a, it's, a, it's a hilarious. <laughs> it's bonkers. But they but their goal, and this is what happens, and I recognise this behaviour at all because it's what we were like for too long. Yeah. 
they are they will take satisfaction from stopping Liverpool now. Oh, yeah. Both of those clubs. Massive. Everton have got... That's their season. That's their trophy. That is their trophy this season, if they can. Yeah. Derail, put a dent in, title challenges, whatever it might be, they would be stuffed at. Yeah. Like, and have it, you know, Everton might even make a fucking documentary or something <laughs> out of it. And, and you, know what? you know what? That's not just the fans. That's the, that's the squad. Yeah. The squad <laughs> and the players as well. And yeah. that that is what is wrong with their clubs at the moment because that's the mentality because that's yeah. what they're aiming for now. They're aiming to get like sucker punches on teams that are Better. aiming higher for them than yeah. what they are. Yeah. And yeah. We've, we've been, like you said, we've been there in the past and there was always that. If we can, if we can stop them, you know, we don't really... Chelsea are the lesser of two evils yep. or City are the lesser of two evils when they didn't really have that many Premier Leagues and we weren't really neck and neck with them. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'd rather see City do it than anybody else. I just think at the moment with this Man U team in particular, they're already on the beach, a lot of them. A lot of them have checked out. There's so much going on around that club at the moment where a lot of those players aren't really that hard. If they fluke top four, they take it because obviously what it brings for next season, they can be a reset. Yeah. But as it stands right now, I think a lot of them mentally and physically have checked out on this season. And this is the interesting thing because we're seeing Ten Hag's going to take the job. Sounds good. Good luck good to luck. him. Good obviously, luck. Obviously not. <laughs> obviously the worst possible luck to a, to a human being. Short of the short of fate to fatality, of course. Um, but like, like, if he wasn't already bald, that job, yeah. like he'd be oh. losing his hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally though, he would. He'll be hairless within six months, <laughs> completely and utterly. Yeah, um, he'll look like a human egg. Um, the, but the but the thing about that about that race for top four, I think about like we've done it under Jurgen, where we had to drag ourselves up and getting ourselves into that fourth place because you know what you're building for they're doing it for another fella they're doing it for a fella who's not going to be taking the job and they're doing it for a fella they've probably not met you know so I I agree I think that's an interesting mentality isn't it how do they find that level of motivation what's going to make Man United dig deep and the answer is probably like Ronaldo's going to have to just draw on his reserves and and remember what it was like to be a player who tears around for the team not just for his own self-interest but that's can they do it? If it gets hard, have they got that thing to go? Well, why am I, I might not even be here next year. The well, manager might sack yeah. me off. I'm, I'm talking about the beach. How many of them are going to be actually playing for United next season? How yeah. many people have gone? There's probably some people that might have already been told, listen, get your agents to find you somewhere else because you yeah. won't be playing here next year. And that, that is not a way to motivate the squad, yeah. is it? It just doesn't happen. But looking at United now and the way they they play and the way they do things, it wouldn't surprise me if there's players there that they look like. They could just have a scrap on the field together. They look like a bunch of strangers. They look like they don't like each yeah, other. They, really they look. I was saying all this now. Watch what will happen tomorrow. But <laughs> uh, but yeah. that but that's what that's what it looks like. And they look like they've never played together. They look like when a team that's just come together for the preseason but game. If you if you if you look at it as well though, like if there's ever one game of the season where you think well, everything you're saying is 100 percent right, but if there's ever one game in the Man U plays or like from the fan base this season where they want you to perform as a team and have cohesion yeah. and play in the system, it's fucking turn up against Liverpool. Yeah. And we've already seen them this season. They weren't even able to do that. Yeah. They got absolutely spanked. Well, there's levels. There's but levels. Yeah, there and, and they've got individual match winners. And I think we saw that. And I think why... he shot it. Like when you said about Ronaldo as well then, I think he shot his load on the weekend getting a hat-trick. Yeah. And also, well, I was actually going to mention him because it's why that moment was so hilarious when he has his goal ruled off at, at, at Old Trafford because that his I've done my bit yeah. my contribution yeah. I've tried my hardest as these other wankers who haven't pulled, <laughs> pulled the weight but he's got that to him you know and you know we can win football matches yeah. and they've got those match winners and that's one sort of potential sting in the tail we've got to be wary of here is as much as they might be on the beach and who are they playing for some of them are playing for themselves that and selfish. that game us United televised all the eyes on it's still the biggest club game or it's in the, it's in the, that clutch of the biggest club games in Europe because of it, and you know, yes, you might not be pulling the weight for the team, but Paul Pogba, for, as far as I'm aware, hasn't sorted a new club out yet. His contracts up. Yeah. Ronaldo, is he going to be playing Europa Conference League, potentially football with United next season? He'll be looking for a lifeline potentially out of there, and you know, a handful of others who are the overpriced, you know, like underperforming big heads. This is actually they might think, oh. Actually, I'll just go and put it in on this game because yeah. I know everyone's watching. It gives a shit about putting it in against. I mean, looking at their fixtures, that you know, at Brentford in a couple of weeks, they got Arsenal, Chelsea, Brentford, Brighton, Palace. Um, you know, to to come and they, 
they're the games you don't turn up for. But if you're trying to get yourself a move, you want to prove that you can put yourself do it. So in the shop to be, window a little bit. Be a little careful. Yeah, and I think it, at this point in the season as well, as much as I mentioned that he might be on the beach, they know the the added incentive of top four. Yeah. And and it's only by proxy that all the other teams are, as you've already mentioned, are pretty shit as well in and around them that they can have half a sniff. So if there's ever a time to reignite that little run, five, six games, whatever it might be, if we can get a result against Liverpool, not only do we dent their title credentials, but then at the same time, we could actually ignite the fact that we could rally ourselves a little bit, the fan base, get them on side. You've got this new guy going in. So there is like a... There's, there's a psyche to it in the back of their minds, which they think, if it, yeah, but it has to go 100% right for them on the day. Yeah. It's a big if that for me. Yeah. It's not a it's not a guarantee that they will be able to just turn up and just knock out the park. I, I wonder if they, they their mission is to just not get spanked. After, after we beat them 5-0 at Old Trafford, it'll be a case of, it's, it'll either be, they'll just sit back and defend and be hard to break down, or they'll come out with all guns blazing. It won't be anything in between. It'll either be all out attack or 11 men behind the ball. There's no point playing Ronaldo if that's going to be the case, though. Mm. Like Because he's just going to be literally sat there up, up top on his own with no service, mm. doing nothing, just all game, <laughs> just puffing him his chest out and just being pretty pissed off because if they literally just sit back... And I think the fans... As much as they might want it for a pride sense of, like, let's not get spanked again, like, let's not happen, let that happen. Like, they don't want over two games this season to be beat like what 9-0 on aggregate yeah. essentially they don't want that I think their fans would be fuming yeah. if they didn't come out and have like try and lay a glove on us I think their fans would go into even more of a meltdown for just at least if they get beat 3-1 and they went for it yeah. there's you know the fan base out there that would be like at least Liverpool are a better team than us they, they, they're going to always score need, goals you need to hodgson it and I've said this often where you, you defend for your life, keep within a goal for 80, 80 yeah. minutes and then throw the kitchen sink at it and then the fans come away and go, oh, I've only been, only been attacked like that all game. You yeah. can't because you'd, you'd have been battered if you'd attacked <laughs> that all game. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I mean. I, I think you're right. I think it's it's a bit of both. It's don't get don't get the floor wiped with you before the game's in the, you know the, in the meat of it, you know what I mean? Because we've seen this with the City at the weekend. Yeah. You know, we, we nearly put that game to bed in the first 20 Twenty minutes, you know, and that's how good we are. And then it's and then it's difficult for them to to live. And they're nowhere near as good as Manchester City. So that's what they'll be worried about because reputations and all of a sudden your top four chances are totally in the mud because psychologically, how do you pick yourselves up again? They've already done that. They've already felt it at home to go again. That's and they struggled and lost the manager after that. It was a couple games, and it was like we kept you after the five nil. But then we got was it Watford? That spanked them like four 0 as well, and then I think they got beat by Everton, and it was just like right, like we've just got if, to press the button. If you get any other goal against United, you're gonna get you're gonna get a half full because as soon as the goal goes in, their heads go down. You're getting the Canate either in five minutes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the fighting is honestly the fighting the vibes. That's what they've got to play against, as well as the best football team on the planet. Um, in terms of well, they lined up then against Norwich, obviously they won three two um, in that one and obviously they had to really turn it on to turn the game back around and get the late winner but the went the hair in goal they went Dallow uh, right back Harry Maguire Lindelof uh, Alex Tellers at left back a midfield three of Fernandez Pogba and Lingard Alanga Ronaldo and Sancho I'm sorry like, I know that they're dealing with some injury issues and we'll talk about that an update on that in a second but if they put a left like that at Anfield <laughs> they're going to get absolutely mad. and that idea of Keep it tight, and they might they might not have the personality. Yeah, personality, personality. <laughs> um, charisma. You've got a lot of personality. Like, like, that's the one thing. Charisma. Um, yeah, there was a there's a statement. In fact, um, Simon Stone, Simon Stone, he's sixty seven. Tweeted that Ralph Ranick says no change to injury situation for United tomorrow. Rafa Varane didn't train with the team. Same situation as Saturday. Uh, we actually seen that they so there's a potential no Varane, no Luke Shaw, no McTominay. Um, potentially no Frederico Rodriguez Santos oh Fred like a tricky winger or something like you went, oh wait no it's Fred um, uh, Mason Greenwood of um, Edinson Cavani could be out it looks like he's going to be out as well so yeah major issues for them and yeah with no McTominay I guess I guess the fridge will come back in in midfield and 
you know, Matic if he's yeah. if he's still got legs for sixty minutes. But I think we'd run him into the ground after about half an hour. Yeah. The way we press, he's like you seen it with Fernandinho the other day, and again both aging, you know, CDMs that at the the peak of their powers were both world class. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. now they just got the other side of the hill. You can see that they've just got a little bit extra mileage on the clock, and it's like when you've got our lads, especially the way our like wingers were cut in and press you as well. Kate yeah. has like arrived. I think he's like the Kate we've been wanting has like arrived. He's absolutely a pain in the arse in midfield for the opposition. And yeah, I agree. I totally agree on that. They obviously they brought one matter on who I'm astounded is still there. I know they've got that that whole like. I'm sure one field thing, which is just one of the saddest things I've ever heard in my entire life. Isn't he life. just like an ambassador? Like, Betty much. Like, it's like, it's a yeah. Bit, yeah, yeah. I think I think he plays in like shoes. <laughs> uh, I think he plays in brown shoes. Um, nice, nice, nice leather soles. Um, Marcus Rashford off the bench. Yeah, I want to worry him actually. And the Vidic came on as well. So yeah, you'd imagine he's available. But the the Marcus Rashford stuff I find fascinating because they don't like him. I know he's, he struggled. Like, yeah, he struggled for form, and he he was injured obviously at the start of the season. To me, that's just pure jealousy. What? They're, they're just jealous. Oh, of, they're yeah. just jealous of Rashford as yeah. fans. They just they just hate that he's it's he's bad. their one. Do you yeah. know what I mean, like the way we've got Trent and we've got Curtis Jones, and we love them. Mm-hmm. It's like you're our one, and you're not doing what they do. So we hate you for being the one. That's a good point. And yeah, that's, that's really, and obviously again, we don't we can't really go into the, the Greenwood stuff, but like. It, you're right. There's a, there's loads more pressure being heaped on him all yeah. of a sudden, and the fact that like I'm just like I, I don't like like laughably shrugging off footballers in the build up to football matches, but Alanga's a decent player, mm. but they are like Alanga. It, it's got very Jordan Ibe vibes for me. This where we were like, so oh yeah, but like, but like but like think think about the Ibe thing is like Sterling. Sterling's like a generational talent. To be like, oh, don't worry about him. Ah, oh, forget it. Don't worry, we've got Ibe. And then you're like, yeah, like I was really good, and he was he was really good up to a point. But that's like he was never ready to be like right now. You're our new favorite player because I'm by by. Default, yeah. effectively, and I feel like that's where they've landed on Alanga. He might go on to be amazing for the club, but like the fact that they, they like him more than Rashford when they need to just for me, I'd be doubling down on Rashford. I'd be wrapping, you he's know, a, wrapping he's up. A, he's a player. Rashford is a player. He's, yeah. he's always, I know it never happened because of who he plays for, but he's a player. I think Klopp would turn into a generational talent. He's yeah. got everything that Klopp would love. Yeah. The problem is. Because of what's going on at United now, he's been managed wrongly. Like it's like Liverpool in the nineties. We had such, we had so many amazing players that could have been world class talents. Yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't have the people there to take them to that next step and take the squad to that next step. And that's where United are well, now. They've got so many great players. Yeah. But they'll never get to that. Well, next this is step their this the is right their Spice Boys in. thing, isn't it? Yeah. And it's not it's nowhere near as like funny and comical because of course like the world's moved on and there's just more far more dangers and pitfalls of being a professional footballer yeah they're not out on the aisle all the time but like there's loads of other things Weird that come yeah, 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 that could kind of pull you to pull you pull you away from it and whatever and they've got that they've that great crop of young talent and all of a sudden it's just not good quite and i think from for me though the reason that's been is because we uh, us and city have had and you know arguably chelsea they we've had world-class managers want to coach and want to have a system they know what they want from their players each player's got a purpose and has got a role yeah. and we've seen it with Trent like you can't say since Trent has broke into this Liverpool side that he's stagnated his numbers alone show you that season on top of season on top of season there has been progression there has been areas of improvement that Klopp said yeah. alright here's your next challenge you've yeah. done that really well I like that about your game but here's your next challenge at first it was the free kicks yeah. it was like I want you to take set pieces and we was all probably looking at Trent's early doors and being like why is the youngest player on the pitch <laughs> taking off fucking set pieces when Bang. we're trying to qualify? Bang! Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, okay, oh, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And we've we can trust in the system that because we've seen it work now for a number of years. Whereas they had Mourinho, a really awkward guy that was like you know marmite. He either loved it or you didn't, and you yeah. was either in his good books or you wasn't. And it was like, well, I'm just going to play on vibes for Mourinho and just give it my all. And then Ollie was even more pumped up vibes. And after the vibes have gone, what's left? And he's just hit that ceiling of, 
I've lived up vibes now, and yeah. vibes are just fumes to me. Yeah. I've got nothing less than the tank. No. I need someone to teach me again. Exactly, exactly. I think that's that, that's spot on. And it's mad to sort of feel like comparing Mourinho and, and Sosha, which you're not, but I agree in so much as Mourinho is a sort your defence out. Yeah. Make yourself solid. Make yourself don't be, you don't, he doesn't want the ball. He wants the other teams to have the ball because they can make mistakes and then you can capitalise. And then he forever was like, and then we attacking lads, let them do the you biz. Get really good attacking lads and they'll just sort themselves out because he can't coach attacking play. And Solskjaer can't do any of it. But he was, a, but he was like, but he, he enjoyed the free flow and stuff, yeah. and stuff a bit more. So you, it's interesting. And, and the Manchester way because I'm yeah, all, yeah, do you know yeah, exactly. what I mean? And, and the treble in 99 and a I was proper, a hero. But a proper coach would have sorted them all out. And again, yeah. you're right, why it's so familiar to the 90s. Like Roy Evans, I love Roy Evans. And he's a brilliant yeah. fella and he's a, he was Liverpool through and through. But he wasn't... He was never a specialist no. in anything that he did. I've spoken to him and he's admitted it. It's like I'm not, I'm not like throwing shade at Roy Evans for any reason. Like you know, I talked about. You can talk to some managers about tactics and not talk your ear off all day long. Roy hasn't got that because that's not how he thinks about football. He's been a good man manager. Exactly, he's a brilliant man manager. Game. He's an absolutely outstanding man manager. Unfortunately for Roy Evans, when he came in, the game was just moving on yeah. a bit. It was evolving. That was evolving past that boot room stuff. If he because... come in, if he come in instead of Sunis, he'd have probably actually carried on because he'd had yeah. a few more. Years of actually the heritage will carry us through yeah. here and just and keep going. Whereas to try and then hark back to something after the fact of the game, which is what you're saying. He had to pick up do. a lot of pieces as well, the yeah. one adapted yeah. to Sunas as well, which which wasn't his fault. And it was just sort of handed to him, yeah, sort that out for us. And I still think he did a great job of what he had there. Yeah. I think it's interesting just in terms of their, their output from their players then this season. Ronaldo, top goal scorer, 21 games in all comps. Which is a good return, a very good return. Um, second highest goal scorer all comes Bruno Fernandez on nine. Third highest goal scorer Mason Greenwood six. You know, and again I can't remember when he last he last even played yeah. played for them. And I thought what on top of that, what was interesting again in terms of assists, Bruno Fernandez top of the pile with fourteen, so nine goals, fourteen assists. Second highest assist maker Paul Pogba, okay. and you go nine. Nine's a good return. He got them all. Yeah, <laughs> come on, he got them all. Come on, yeah, absolutely. He got them all in like freaking November or something like that. Was the last first game of the season? Leeds United assists four. Yeah. Second game of the season, Southampton assists one. Fourth game of the season, Newcastle assists two. So seven of his nine assists came in the first <laughs> four games of the season, and everyone thought he was gonna be like he was gonna be up there this yeah. season as well, and it yeah. just trailed off. He got one in the four-one defeat to Man City. And he got one and a two 0 win over Brighton back in February as well. Yeah, so you know they they're a mess and they are. And the Ronaldo thing has been done to death. But I'm very appreciative of the way that they've built their entire team around a 37 year old centre forward, all on the whim, literally all on the whim. And it's fine. And this is what which is the ultimate problem with Manchester United is that. And this is goes. This is why the Roy Evans thing is similar. Thinking we'll just replicate what happened in the past. Is enough to make you good again in the present. Relevant. Well, because like, you're talking about this is the thing about the Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp. They're both both genius coaches, and Pep is, is all it, it's all Pep in for them, and he's got some support acts. Klopp's obviously got Pep Linders around him, who does a lot of that stuff. Kravitz does a lot of the, the, the bits and pieces, so he's not a, he's not a one man band. Yeah. But either way, they've got world class. They've got world class teams, as in the players that go go, go to. Go to battle for them every week. World class structures, infrastructures of the football club, world class recruitments, and then the actual coaching side of things. They got all the best people and all the best sports scientists and all the best nutrition and all that kind of stuff going on. And United are like, oh Fergie, remember Fergie? <laughs> Do it for Fergie. Remember we were good, be good again. Oh the cliff. Let's go back to the well, cliff training ground. Drag them in at half time. Don't need to do the team. So like, 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 you know, that's the vibes that they go with, and it's it's outdated. But I think they've missed the trick because. It was clear for all to see. Like, Chelsea's model is Chelsea's model. and In the next couple of years, yeah, it might change just because of needs and it has to. But for the last 20 years, they've been one of the most successful English clubs because of their model of hiring and firing. You, If you're winning, you're sticking around. If you're not, we'll get the next guy in because he'll come in and win. That's the purpose. Man you, as you're saying, with Fergie, knew how to win. He knew how to manage his squad. He knew how to get the best out of players. That weren't always world class, but he could get an extra yeah. 10-20% out of them sometimes throughout yeah. the course of a season. You're looking at when the Klopp and Pep era have now taken over things, the way that they've done it, that would have been alarm bells ringing in as a you know, a director of football to be like, we need a little bit of that. 
whatever they've got going over there, yeah. that's that's what we need. And by the time you've recognised it, though, it's been too late. It's too late. We won a Premier League. We won a Champions. But you need the next thing. So it takes you five years. <laughs> to catch up, England had this, and they're only just starting to reap the benefits. But they, they had to go back to you know root and branch and work it out. Germany did the same after two thousand and six. If you're and Liverpool were a bit late to the party with with a few of these things over the years. If you're going, oh, it's like saying we want to get on the Arsenal. Wenger's got all these French players. Let's jump on the French player bandwagon. Well, it's it's too late. Yeah, you know, got the best ones. You don't get on Tiki Taka. I want to be Barcelona. Well, you've missed it because by the time you you're Barcelona, Barcelona or something else, and they've moved the level on, on beyond, and that's what Liverpool and City have done now. Everything's they're into the marginal gains now. We're into the fine print, the small pieces of paper margins between success and failure. And United are still thinking having a guy who scores some goals for you, who's, who's inspirational, is enough to take it over the line. And it might be enough to take them to top four because that's that's where top four is now. What it was to win the title twenty years ago. That's the level it is to get into to finish third, fourth, and fifth in the Premier League. They're they like points tallies almost that would have got you league titles in in years gone by. And it's sad, and that's what like look Kane Kane uh, Spurs has got this Kane and Son. They've got two guys who are going to bag the goals for them. Yeah. United have got one and a half. Um, there's you know West Ham had it for a little while. Like Bowen was doing Antonio was bagging yeah. for them and stuff. You need to have that. But if you go beyond, you'd actually now need three lads who are going to score loads of goals for you and you need to have a system that is work with, to within an inch have of its life. Have you got the numbers of our lads this season? I will grab them up. Yeah, because right yeah, I, I, I think I've seen a stat the other day saying all four have orange double digits or something like that. And and forwards. Yeah, all forwards. Obviously, you don't... Say have we still got the top three? No, I think Son's the worth his... Yeah, right yeah. So all comps for Liverpool so far this season. I'll make this nice and big. Uh, Mohamed Salah, 28. Jota, 21. Manny, 18. Bobby Firmino, 11. Yeah. And, like, and it's the point. Taki Minamino's on nine underneath that. You know, and, 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 he and he's, and he's, he's only been here a couple of months. You can't really give him... Exactly. He's only just starting to come up. But that's really... Strong, really strong, <laughs> and and to the point is Diaz hasn't got the numbers because he's not been here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's in that he's in that bracket. He will score that amount of goal. He will be a double figure scorer for Liverpool. He just once he be. gets once he gets that pre season behind him and he's worked with all them players. I mean, to be fair, he looks like he's been there for seven years already. The only yeah. difference is he's just not putting the ball in the back of the net as of yet. Yeah. But he's got th- he's got three already, you know, and he so he's creeping up and he's been used sort of in and out, hasn't he? Trying to find his way into the team, hell of a player already. But yeah, that's what United are up against. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about what Liverpool uh, pick from from their sensational, stellar set of wonderful goal scorers uh, to try and beat the Manx in a bit. Uh, we have got a trivia question before we have this break. Uh, how many games has Ronaldo played against Liverpool, and how many goals has he scored? Um, answer after this. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Craftsman of the Cop, an in-depth documentary looking at one man's passion to get his banners onto the cop. A unique, individual and exclusive documentary available right now on Redmen Plus. Head to the redmentv.com right now to stream the full documentary. Yes, uh, a rag of muffins, double header. You can get them in Redmen Sessions, streaming now on Redmen Plus. But, and most importantly, we are back doing live shows again. It's going to be the biggest party the city of Liverpool has ever seen. Uh, the day before the final game of the season, the Saturday evening, we are at Hotel Anfield. Tickets are available right now. The link will be in the description underneath. You can check the pin post and all that. Or if you just go on Skiddle, uh, you can search for, for Redmen with the Ragamuffins live. Yeah, they, the Ragamuffins are going to be doing a little set to kick us off. Got some good tunes on. We'll be coming on, me, Chris and the boys, uh, to rabble rouse for the beer, play some games, have a bit of a chat about the, how great the Mighty Reds are. Uh, and yeah, have a big bowl bevy with everyone. And then the Ragamuffins, the full hit, are coming on to smash through the greatest Liverpool songs on the planet and leave us partying into the night, and then there's a DJ afterwards that takes us into the wee hours, uh, and then we can all drag ourselves Have you got a match. new favourite Liverpool song, by the way? I may have a new favourite <laughs> song. Hasn't um, everyone got a favourite I'm not sure song? if anyone checked out my Instagram, or I'll put it on the Red Men socials, but yeah, I, the, the Jürgen song really, uh, really killed me off at the weekend, which is why I'm a little, just a little horse still today. Um, so yeah, all that good stuff. Honestly, I, I, the tickets are selling really fast, and I, I said this the other day on the podcast, I think that there's like two types of people when it comes to events there's the people who go that's going to be boss I'm getting that boxed and it's sorted mm-hmm. and then I know my plans are going to be two months in advance and then there's the people who ultimately go last minute ah shit I've got nothing to do and then they go and they're the people unfortunately because I'm normally like that uh, <laughs> Me and people like me are going to be the ones who miss out because they will. The tickets are are. It's not a huge venue. It's only a. It's going to be about. It's a. It's a, it's a minimum of a couple hundred, and then up to I think about two fifty or possibly three hundred. Um, so it's going to be massive, but also really intimate at the same time. So yeah, honestly, don't miss out. Get your tickets booked. Get your travel booked. Get your hotel stay booked because again, Liverpool's going to be mad. And if you're already coming and you're thinking, what am I going to do? Kicking around Liverpool, full of nervous excitement as we head into the last game of the season, waiting for Stephen Gerrard's mighty Villa to topple City to deliver us the title. Uh, then yeah, make sure you come and party with us. I think those are six p.m. on the Saturday. We've got you covered. We have got you covered in a very very big way. So it's going to be boss. Uh, yeah. Hotel Anfield's right by the ground as well, so you can go and soak it all up, get some pre-vibes the day before. Go look at our mural, Hendo one, go get your photo taken. It's good. Very good stuff. We'll be there. Um, it should be very a, a very good party indeed. Right. Uh, trivia question. How many games has Ronaldo played against Liverpool? Any idea? In his whole career. In his whole career. I'd have a unlucky 13 and scored about five. Holy shit. <laughs> right, okay. Um, nailed it for total appearances. 13, really? 13 games. 15, so I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Goals incorrect. Any guesses? Six. We on the wrong way. Wrong way, yeah. Oh. The answer? Three. Three. Three goals. Three goals in 13 appearances. Hasn't scored against Liverpool since the 22nd of October 2014. 14, yeah. For Real Madrid, Madrid, where... Unfortunately, Chris Page was captured on camera, giving him a round of applause to come off the pitch. We got absolutely slaughtered. Everyone was. They absolutely <laughs> battered us. They absolutely wiped the floor with us. And, they, and he was good. And he wasn't United's player anymore. Everyone got a bit swept. Well played, go on. Well played. Yeah, we kudos, you, kudos. We can admit you're quite good now at this point. And uh, yeah, Chris was sitting behind the bench. That's easy. Good <laughs> What's he doing? What's he doing? Clapping Ronaldo. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, he scored two goals for United. He scored uh, he has, the last time he scored for it? Manchester United. Yeah, yeah, it was back in the four-one. Uh, he got well, the first goal. One win. Yep. Yeah. March two thousand nine against Man United at Old Trafford. Uh, that was one of the. Goal. No, this might be it, but that was one of the best months of football in my Liverpool lifetime. Yeah. 
That was when like, all of everything Rafa had promised went, and built yeah. up to all felt like it was coming together yeah, at the same yeah. time. Yeah, unreal. Battered them, battered Real Madrid, and it was a uh, Andrea the same yeah, time yeah, in a big the way. legend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah there you go. Um, well played to Cristiano Ronaldo. Hopefully that is the last goal he ever scores against Liverpool. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, okay, sad. We'll, uh, we're going to crack on and talk about the rest. But we did have a super chat actually in from Stephen. Some about Irish rugby says I surprised my dad with tickets to the United game, and his face was speechless for five minutes it's definitely the Liverpool United game right <laughs> yeah. United up at Emford yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> the betrayal um, no he says uh, never see them like that uh, this is a bucket list moment for me oh, in my life as a fan let's hope we send United pack and well yeah um, absolutely incredible mate yeah uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully he enjoys it and uh, much love to Mr Stephen Somerville Irish Rugby uh, or father or senior Stephen Somerville Irish Rugby senior there we go that's, that's his, to give him his full name um, yeah boss right sounds okay let's talk about the mighty Reds then Ian um, how strong do you think we should go for this one obviously Dev on Saturday Villarreal a week on Wednesday we rotated technically for City at the weekend more I don't know I don't even know what I don't think we'll go. We- I don't think there's such a thing as a weak Liverpool team at this point. There isn't. There's just there's just different teams now. There's like different players that you play. Like I think Henderson might come in for Cater possibly. Okay. Um, think he might give Thiago a rest just to make sure he's ready and going for the semi final next week. He might just put him on the bench at the weekend as well. Um, just because he's a player who you do need to manage his minutes. Yeah. Uh, same with Cater. Um, I think Matip might come in for Canate. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like we're making wholesale changes here, but because of how it's gone with the United in the past, I think we might see Bobby and Jota play as well with Salah mm. off the top. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was saying before, it's like, oh, it's not a big game. From I don't feel it right in this moment that it's a big game because, man, you were shit. We don't I, want to lose to them. But no, I don't <laughs> want to lose to them, absolutely. But I think when you're going to then pick the team... Just looking at the board there, the likes of Jones and you said obviously bringing Henderson in for Casey. You want to keep the likes of Nabby fit and firing for the big games if we're gonna if we're gonna need them. Yeah. The likes of Jones, the Ox, Henderson, I could see them coming in because if you would have told the Ox at the start of the season you're gonna be playing against Man U on a title charge running yeah. back end of the season, same to Jones, then Ed's would went, yeah. like, something's gone really right for me in my yeah. season. <laughs> <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> and then, like, it has, it's gone right for the collective, do you yes. know what I mean? Like, that they're getting used in that way. Yeah. But that should be something that they really feel added fuel for, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That makes sense. It's an interesting balance on this one because City was the big game and yeah. you'll have to make a couple of changes just to keep it fresh, although the subs, I think, helped in how we did that the weekend. Yeah, you know, so. we made it a little harder for ourselves ultimately with the scoreline, but the game was so, so well dead and buried. But then the big game is next, next midweek. Now, obviously, you can't afford to take your eyes off the prize here, but you'll want to rotate more I guess for Everton because he always does because yeah. Jürgen thinks Everton is shit. shit he thinks they're so shit and he, and he knows that they think they're shit so he knows that when he puts a weak inside out it, they don't think it's rub their right. hands together yeah. this is our chance they, they think oh themselves. god Jürgen knows we're so shit <laughs> that he'll put a shit they'll put an even worse side out this is how shit he thinks we are oh my god we're this shit um, <laughs> it's true though um, Pedro Canavea we'll get him back get him back for the game um, oh, he was boss yeah, <laughs> yeah he was um, but but this is one where I yeah Oxley Chamberlain's mad I just feel like he's I feel like him and Harvey Elliott are kind of a little bit on the outs at the minute for a variety mm. of reasons. It feels like Curtis is very much still, still in the mix, mix yeah. but it's how much he's prepared to go. Now, I, I wonder whether, I think we'd all see Henderson come back in, but I wonder whether that might be for Fabinho. Mm. And if that's the case, yeah. does that give us you know a little bit more freedom to choose in those positions? Because we've got tons of lads who can play the eights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and not having to put Jordan in there gives Fabinho a bit of time off and gives us another option there. So Curtis, I think, would be a good shout to come in, but it's then you don't want to run that risk of being too weak. But look at the midfield that you've just mentioned that they're Lingard, potentially going to have a, a midfield yeah, Lingo, they've got no real holder player, they might have to play Pogba and, and, and Fernandez in that mid. Like, our lads should still outwork them, they should yeah. still win the midfield battle against them three. If it, if it is going to be like for like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They should still have enough, I think. But 
I get what you're saying in the sense that the it's gonna it's still gonna be fine margins if we do that and it's getting the balance right. But how many times has he got it right this season? Klopp. He's just pulled it out the bag. His team selection, his rotation, it's been spot on a and, lot of the times. And his point last week against Benfica when he was asked about the rotation for that Ian was, you know, yes, fresh legs, but also like motivation. And and that's where we're at now. We're not in that situation where you're playing for the B team. We're going for every one of these trophies. There is no less important football matches anymore. So it's not like going with like um his first season where we go we're going for the Europa League. And you end up with um, Sheo, Joan Benteke playing away at like um, Bournemouth, I think it was, or whatever, in that build or two. And that was just because they were the other lads. They weren't going to be playing, so you're playing your, your, your shadow side for this. We can't afford to drop points here. Mm. So he, he'll turn around and he'll look in the white of the eyes of these other lads and go, have you got it? Are you going to go out there? Are you going to? Are you, are you asked? You're asked for this because there's loads of football. Not much time, but lots of football left to be played and plenty of opportunities well, for all of them. Well, we talk about the eleventh cup finals to play. We potentially might have two. So anyone who comes in is looking. Listen, there could be an injury or there could be a suspension. Yes. If the cup final comes up and there's a Champions League place there, I, I want to I want to be considered for that. Yeah. And that's that that's that word that you noticed again. It's yeah. motivation, yeah. and there's no other motivation better than that. So if Chamberlain or Jones comes in and goes, listen, if I come in and stick two goals in the top corner. I'm back in the manager's thoughts there, so I could be yeah. play- if we get, we get through against Real Villarreal. I'm in the Champions League final there. I'm yeah. there. The boss knows what I can do. There's no better motivation now. Did, did, how often, as good as Liverpool are, are they, are they going to have many more chances where they're in four competitions? Come it's never going to happen again. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not going to happen. So the guys who are there now need to take that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Klopp will. Klopp has shown he will give them the opportunity as well. It's yeah. down to them whether they come in and whether they take it. And then if you can't get motivated now, you're never going to be motivated yeah. in a Liverpool shape. Yeah, I think that's a great point. To be fair, yeah. it really is. Like, no, it is, and it's and it's a sign of and it's it's now a confidence thing. It's not a. Oh, you're in the shit team. Yeah. It's like, no, I, this is on a knife edge. I trust you. You've not played for a few weeks, but I don't, that's not because you're shit. That's because I'm giving everyone a go. I think you're good enough. And go out and prove me, go out and prove me right. Yeah. Um, so you're right. It'd be interesting to see what he does and whether that means that he can bring, whether he brings oxen is a big question. Let us know how much if, you, if you're live watching this um, or if you're in the Club Legend Discord chat. Ox, you know, he's. Does he have to get a game somewhere? Because there's a few lads like that. Like Taki's not quite had enough minutes. We should not come on in midweek, and I wonder whether that was a bit of a. We'll give him that as a potential farewell because oh, yeah, it yeah. might not. He might never get a chance, a chance yeah. of game. But because you think in the Champions League final now, it's not going to be Divock Origi that's coming in off the bench, is no. it? No, exactly, no. exactly that. You know, as it stands, we've anyway. gone past that now. Yeah, it's a <laughs> yeah but we, yeah, nah, we've gone past that, haven't we? Yeah, like, yeah true. Uh, the lads who I think are in contention now. I think we've seen them in the last ten days. Yeah. It's Shimakas. Yeah. It's Gomez, it's Jones, Canate, Canate, and then obviously you've got Bobby, Bobby Jota and Diaz to add to Mane and Salah. Christ, that's, <laughs> but that's a that's a that's a well, let's, let's, let me just go, let me just let me just run through that for my own sake. Shimakas is one, yeah. Gomez two, Canate three, Jones is four. What we're saying, I mean, Milner will be in on the periphery of this, regardless of trying to shut the game down. You're looking at between Henderson or I think Cater is yeah. in the mix instead of Henderson, and then you're looking at two for the forwards. So you're going to be like, there's like seven, so well, there's three because of Diaz, Jeremy. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like the seven, there's like 17 or 18 lads who I think at the moment are in that sort of level of contention, and I think this week we'll see all of them play. Yeah, I just not 100% on who is going to be because I think we all want to see the midfield again. Mm. I think we all, we've all. I mean, I don't know. Villarreal, though, that, that midfield that we did on uh, on the weekend, that'd be the one for, especially at home, because I think what we we don't want to give the, that team, I know we're thinking a little bit further down that, but we don't want to give that team anything to that in the second leg they could come back and do, you know, miracle or anything like yeah. that. No, if we, we've got 90 minutes as opposed to, we killed City off in half an hour, 45 minutes, yeah. we've got 90 minutes mm-hmm. to absolutely bury you. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's a, you know, from our perspective, we'll go out and do the same. We'll go and beat you conservatively 2-0 yeah. at your gaff. Um, so you'd want that strongest midfield. Yeah. The other two games this week, they're the ones where you can tweak and and rotate and kind of say, all right, well, yeah, we've got options because, as we've mentioned before, these two teams are shit. 
right now. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and again, it's, a, it's a, that's the beauty of it, isn't it? It's like Man United. If you can't get up, if you bet, you might have been on the fringes, but there's your platform. We're talking about like punk, but it's trying to get you know angle for a move. You know, someone like Harvey Elliott, who again, he just feels like he's just slipped out of the pecking order, which is fine, by the way. He's a, yeah, he's a young he's lad. He's going to get he's his. He's, he's going to get his games. He's got plenty of plenty of room for development there. But all of a sudden, it's like right, Man United, son, it's go time. Mm-hmm. Go and show the world what you can what you can do. Um, right, let us know what you think your eleven should be. We'll come back to ours in a second. Um, and again, the Club Legends uh, Discord, uh, I can throw your answers in in that if you want to get involved with all that good stuff. We've got one more short break before we get into it. We're going to look at the other fixtures happening this weekend as well. But yeah, we've got an amazing competition for people who want to get in the Club Legend Discord chat. There's also a bonus uh, each and every month. We give you boss amazing prizes. Uh, so yeah, have a look at this. Okay, April is upon us and we have a brand new Club Legend competition. So for anyone who's a Redmen Plus subscriber at the Club Legend level, uh, then this month's competition, you can win a signed Hendo 10 book, um, a Stuart Downing signed print. Not only that, but also let's talk about Six Baby, the DVD, and the Legend edition of the Beers of Anfield Road beer mats so it is an April extravaganza prize bundle for you guys you need to be a club legend subscriber to Redmen Plus if you're a club captain then it's dead easy to upgrade if you are a club legend then you will automatically be entered into the prize draw this month and if you are new to Redmen Plus and you want to get involved we do a competition every single month for our club legend subscribers not only that you get all of our incredible Redmen Plus content documentaries, interviews, um, debate shows, uh, in-depth discussions around Liverpool's games. It really is worth it. And at Club Legend level, you get involved in the Redmen Plus Discord as well. Um, So, yeah, if you want a chance to be in the prize draw for all of these, then you need to go to redmenplus.com and sign up at the Club Legend level. Yes, fantastic competition prizes each and every month. Uh, we gave away a signed Jordan Henderson print last month. We've got signed shirts. We've got an, a genuinely astounding prize to come up. I'm not quite sure what month it's going to be, but I managed to get hold of a Liverpool goalkeeper shirt from this season signed by Liverpool's entire goalkeeper team. Uh, so it's got Alisson, it's got Kelleher, it's got Taffarel signed it as well. Like oh, you're yeah. Um, yeah, and the, all the coaching staff and the playing staff from the Liverpool goalkeeping department. So yeah, we've got a, a feature coming up. I think. I don't know when it's going. We haven't set a date for it, but we, we spoke to John Achterberg, we spoke to John Colshaw, the artist, and did a feature on the goalkeeper mural at the Axe. We went there, got up closer, they got some great shots, and to find the story about how it was created and what it all means. There's a there's a special feature on the how good Liverpool's goalies are and what their strengths are with Achterberg. That's going on. You, anyway, there's boss content and what I'm saying, and we've got amazing prizes. So if you want to just join Redmen Plus as a club captain, you get access to all of the content in video and in podcast form. If you join as a club legend, you get extra bonus perks and features, free merch competition and all that good stuff but yeah honestly people are flying onto it at the moment and I'm so made up because we've done the content we're putting out there is unreal like I, I, I've reached a stage where I went from 2010 when we first put it on YouTube and I was doing everything mm-hmm. and it was in the back room of my house and it was shot on a borrowed camera and like my mum retired and lent me a bit of that money to finally get a, to get my first proper camera and which we, so we started going from, going from there and now we're at the point where people go I go oh can we do this documentary and then we've got the, the crew to go yeah, yeah. And then they deliver, and I'm like, holy shit, look how good this, look how good this is. No more me interviewing Luis Suarez holding the camera with one hand and going go with no notes chai, in the other hand. Yeah, 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 genuinely. And uh, now we've got production teams that make amazing, like, Netflix-style quality content around Liverpool, and um, we give it to you guys as part of that. You know, some people just do patrons and they go, you can support us. That's what that's for. It's our, we own the platform, so we get all the money. It's not like Patreon where they take a slice or YouTube memberships where they take a slice. Uh, yeah, it all comes to us, and it's it's boss. The Club Legends chat's great, great. They, the Club Legends have got their own show on Redman Plus as well. So it's a good show. Yeah, we all rotate and go on that show with those guys as well. So honestly, it's brilliant. I I, I, I should be able to wax lyrical about it because it's mine and ours, but honestly, I'm beyond proud and uh, the amount of people who are, who, are, who are on it now. From the little little backroom bedroom venture to this like amazing little streaming platforms with beast. So yeah, more more of you guys come and see it and come check it out for yourselves. Redmanplus.com. Dave. Um Right, what's your eleven, Ian? What are you going for? Allison, Trent, Matip. I've done Yeah, bring Matip in. Um uh, Virgil, Robo, 
going to go Jones Fabinho and Henderson I okay. think Fabinho might get rested against Everton yeah. and then I'd go Jota Bobby and Salah yeah the, the, the Jota the Jota Bobby thing I think that makes sense for this what do you reckon what are you going for well, I, I said going for what know, are you going to vent on the spot right yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I like though I like Bobby and Diaz's link-up play the other day, yeah. and I think that might be something that can reignite Salah in a little bit of running form that he's got. I would have Diaz, Bobby through the middle, and Salah as opposed to Jota, and I'd save Jota for Everton because if we just put balls in the box against Everton, Jota's just going to pop up and score. Like he, it's just what he does. Um, I like that midfield, and I think you're probably right in the shout. Would you said uh, Fabinho gets the rest against Everton because I could see Henderson dropping into the six for that, and the only other one again, probably thinking forward down the line, is Trent getting a rest, but I think that Gold would be for Everton yeah, yeah. as well. So, yeah, he plays for this game. I think that is. I wonder whether we'll, we'll maybe one full-back gets rested this game and then one at the weekend, yeah. and yeah. then you've got Robbo and Trent both firing for Villarreal yeah. next week. So, I think we may... This is one of those... You could play Simakas left-back for this game. Exactly. You could, yeah. Yeah. I think he's of the level good enough to deliver against this man. Yeah, oh God, absolutely. He's more than, he's more than capable. <laughs> <laughs> But that, that would line up with the Benfica game from last week. Yeah. So like Shimikas comes in and plays the midweeks, yeah. and Robbo's playing the, the you know playing the the, the the other ones. But then you want Robbo for Villarreal. It's, it's it, that's the that's the slight complication because we've gone from the big game being midweek down, the, then the big games of the week, and then the big games back to being the mid, the midweeks, and how we manage to handle that jump from. Saturday to, to problems, Tuesday, it's it just woe is us and our mega squad. Um, but yeah, and obviously you've got to manage the Sadio Mane stuff. I think he's got eight goals since coming back from Afcon. Like it's ridiculous. And you know, there was a lot of people last year going, "Oh, he's finished." Well, he's he's done. He's not got it. I know he's been much better. I think in the centre forward position yeah. for us, yeah. it was a complete performance from him at the weekend. And that, but he's made it difficult actually because. You've got to get Bobby in, and Bobby can't really play anywhere yeah, else. else yeah, yeah. And Jota, who was the main man at the start of the season, all of a sudden you're like, well, okay, we'll put him on the left. Hang on, Diaz is there. Hey, look at me. <laughs> See me. Do you know how fast I am? And I'm watching a battle with everyone, and I'm ripping everyone. Every ball, yeah, like, it's exactly. ridiculous. So I, I think there might be, a, uh, for me, I would be, I'd probably just make it nice and simple and go, it was a big game for you at the weekend. I'd keep Salah in because I think he just needs to keep, keep playing. He's going to play himself in back into football. Yeah. To be fair, I think he's getting there. I think City yeah. is the best he's looked in a while. The only thing he never did was score. score. Yeah. And I think and you do those two games, and Man U and Everton, they're the perfect ones to light the torch paper, aren't yeah, they? Exactly. Like they are like from a from an ego point of view and being the guy to like get me back on that mantle. I'm the talisman. I'm the one who She's gladiator pose again, yeah, guy. Yeah, all of that. Like, yeah, just bring all that, the nostalgia, like they're the game, sorry. I I I'd be saying Bobby through the middle, Salad on the right, I'd bring Jotter in on the left for this. Oh. I thought he was good last week, actually back on the, the left. I think, left it's, right, I think yeah. it's I think it suits his all round play better. He's obviously a predator in the box, but I think he's a better footballer for us when he's used that wide. I agree, Matip back in. I'd probably change one of the full-backs, either Gomez or Shimikas. I'm kind of not asked mm. one way or the other. Um, probably Gomez for this one. Yeah. Go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Gomez for this one. And then, yeah, and then keep Robbo in and then swap Shimikas in at the weekend so then Robbo can start yeah. there. And then I reckon, I reckon Hendo anchors and he'll probably go It'll be. I think he'll use one of Keita or Thiago. So I'm making it be Thiago. I'm not sure Jones. I'd like to see Elliot get a game. To be honest, I think yeah. it's been a bit he's, too long. He's disappeared, doesn't he? Yeah. I'm. So my thing with Elliot, and I said this on one of the watch-alongs earlier in the season when he was coming back, and everyone was getting hyped the fact that he was coming back. I thought I wanted him to come back and I think it was like a new it's like a you know, January signing it feels like a new signing we've got a kid back that we know we've already seen the, yeah. the levels of him and it was like I think Klopp dangled him in front of us as it say he's here he's fine he's in good shape he's good to go right I'm going to wrap him up for Cotton Wool for the rest of the season now yeah. because I want you to get a pre-season mm -hmm. in I want you to get back to the where I need you to be yeah. because you're you're not naturally there and it's okay for you to not naturally be there right now we've got enough cover across the board especially after that injury yeah, yeah. that's what I mean especially after the injury so that's why I think I'm not that bothered if I don't see him kick another ball for the rest of the season I know yeah. a lot of people in the comments at the time are like what are you saying he's a game changer for us and he is mm -hmm. but 
I'm more about the long term plan and project as opposed to the here and now kind of. No, I think that makes. I think that makes sense, and and depends. Just depends where he's at. Yeah. You know, if we're being careful with him, then you're right. So there's no there's no disrespect or, or, or harm for Harvey Elliott to just have a have a just train and be around it all. Be around all of this, soak it all up, yeah. get the experience, the know-how. You're coming away travelling with us across Europe, you, you go into an FA Cup final with us. All of these things are going to, they will aid you well further down the line. There's your hunger. Yeah, but yeah. so next, like, yeah. and the players have said it before in the past, like, yeah. watching the lads go and do all of that drove me on the next couple of seasons yeah. to make sure that I got myself into the squad. It's probably just as simple as the subs from the weekend, Firmino comes on, Hendo comes on, Curtis comes on, and Diogo comes on. So it's likely that they'll they will be Starters, involved in yeah. this in, in, yeah. in this one as a result, and then you kind of pick it out. Thiago, I've been surprised how much we've used him. Kate, I've been surprised how much we've used him, and I think they'll probably toss up between the two of them and go, who's the most ready to, to play 60 out of Kate and Thiago? Him, okay, sounds, he, he starts. And I actually wouldn't be opposed to Kate being the left of the midfield today, and Kate yeah, can carry on on the right, right and yeah, then yeah. you can make a few changes well, I, I, as the I game think progresses. When, I think Kate Jones, the last game he played, he played on the right-hand side. I don't think he was an expected, because yeah. he's a lot better when he's on the left and he's cutting inside and he's using his right foot no, anyway. So. Yeah, I agree on that. We've got some uh, comments from the club legends then. Uh, Steve Ryder saying, what a lovely Monday afternoon, Redmen. Isn't it just? <laughs> um, uh, we're going to smash the scrum and it feels amazing. <laughs> Only need Divock for Maguire. That'd be good fun. Uh, Jit says, I think the team will be Alisson, Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robbo, Fab, Hendo, Thiago, Salah, Firmino, Mane. Mm. Or at least oh, I'm going to keep on saying it until it happens. Uh, keep playing Naby whilst he's playing like this. You don't know when he's going to be out to Steve Radley. <laughs> as well. Uh, using while we've got him. Yeah, we've managed our injury prone players through fitness perfectly. So that we should keep that going. So do you think that's an interesting point? Um, and Steve adds, uh, Fab, Naby, Hendo, fine for this game. In fact, Curtis Jones and Gordon would be fine for the... For the, for the uh, Curtis Harvey and Gordon would be sound for it. First time in ages, I've had a chance to catch the build-up show. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, and a non-footy fan mate knocks on me door oh tell him to get lost tell him to get lost um, right okay so we'll have a little look at what else is happening in the Premier League this midweek obviously there's a lot of catch up games so from game week uh, 30 is us versus United which is tomorrow um, Wednesday Everton host Leicester that's going to be hilarious um, yeah two, two teams all over the place um, Chelsea Arsenal that's a massive game for Arsenal they've that's- become the new Leicester yes <laughs> yes they have except no chance of winning the title ever <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah in terms of Arsenal's top four hopes that's a, that's a huge game for them and then other games on that Wednesday night Newcastle Crystal Palace City Brighton I mean it's, again it's a good thing that we're playing ahead of them again which has just add a little bit of pressure Brighton can that's be just difficult. one of them games where you go I watched that I watched that to see Brighton get points and then three minutes in City score, and then you got ten. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. Well, to fair, I think that's the, the, the only problem there. Is they've done well in the last two games, but hopefully that gives them confidence because they've beat Arsenal and they've beat Spurs. So hopefully it gives them confidence. Say we'll have a go for thirty minutes, twenty-five minutes, thirty minutes. We'll see how we get on, and if what you say happens. Then yeah, it'll all just start to unravel. Brighton are mad, aren't they? Because yeah. I think Brighton are okay, but then I've just looked back on back to February. They hadn't scored, mate. No, they just scored one goal in seven games. Yeah, it's mad. I mean, I know that. Like, if we know that, surely they know that. But everyone <laughs> in football knows they need someone to put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah. And yet, every, every season starts, oh, don't they play some good football? Brighton have only the other goal scorer. Honestly, yeah. they should have been beaten down yeah. a door, beaten down the door, every door, all day, every day to get the Harigi. But alas, no. But yeah, going back to just looking at their results, you know, going back all the way to January, Drew with Leicester, got knocked out the FA Cup by Tottenham. Uh, they beat Wofford, get in. They lost 2 0 <laughs> to Man United. They got beat 3-0 at home by Burnley, which is insane. They lost to Villa. They lost to Newcastle. They got beat by us. They lost to Spurs. They drew with Norwich. They beat Arsenal. Just how that, yeah. They beat Spurs. Go ahead. Uh, And, you know, and that's just, yeah. I, hopefully, but you're right. 15, you can watch 15 minutes of that game, City-Brighton, and you'll know the outcome in that 15 minutes. I think if if Brighton get them to half-time at 0-0, there's every chance. 
if they go behind the goal or two behind, they're done because they haven't I got the final. I think our big hopes are the games after the semi finals. I think yeah. they're the ones we've got to look at where if they're going to drop any points. Last three, yeah, those last yeah. three games. Yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, I don't want to get too lost in the Man City thing because, I, you know, you can do your head in and we've been doing our heads in for weeks. I'm, I'm so pleased just knock them out the FA Cup because that's like a nice <laughs> definitive, ah, we've done you in that. Yeah. Still going to worry about Chelsea on the on the horizon, like, but that, that's, that's weeks away. We'll worry we'll cross that <laughs> we'll bridge that the day before. But you're right, in terms of, in terms of City's upcoming games, you're you know, Brighton and Watford, so it should be that's six points for them this week. You know, should be yeah. an easy six points. But you're right, then Real Madrid is, is it midweek. Sandwich and Leeds United, and then they go they've got Newcastle coming to them. So okay, they should piss it. They should piss it. But that's the thing about City is you can never predict what games they're gonna drop points in, but they will drop points. Yeah. Because that's just you, what they're like. You just don't know what team Pep's gonna put out after them Real Madrid games. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because he's, he's a he's a pauper now, isn't he? Yeah, pauper with a paucity of resources available to him. God <laughs> yeah. bless him. God bless his baldy little head. <laughs> so happy about Guardiola. Um, right, Sam. Um, score predictions, Ian. What do you think? Liverpool Bye. United. Three-one. Uh, oh my man! I was going to say three-one as okay. well. To be fair, okay. I think they will just get that one. But it'll be kind of like a pat on the back. We can down tools. I can just just say the criticism Pogba's had for the past three days. He'll just pop one in and go up, do that. Yeah. And then we'll score three. Is that Imo <laughs> Fernandez that'll pop up and do it? Five nil. Five nil. Five nil. Or... If I'm here doing the five nil tomorrow, mate, it's going off. <laughs> I can highly recommend doing watch alongs for five nil wins over Manchester yeah. United. They're really enjoyable. Go for the heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, um, yeah, no, I, to be fair, and because it's because what we've got available to yeah. us, and and it's whether we choose to go foot to the floor because obviously we're managing the season now, and you've got a, there's no need. There's, we don't need to, to beat them five nil. If you can get to a point where you, you, you've got a couple of goals. You know you're defensively pretty resolute. You're at Anfield. It's whether we make those subs and go, go on, just make a statement. Let's go and run the goal difference up a little bit, and that'll be the difference in mentality. Do we just go, Sam? We'll just knock it around for a bit, and if we score, we score. But I, I would like to see us just go and be utterly ruthless this week what because it? we've, we've yeah. just we've we've shown City. I know they had the week inside out or whatever at the weekend, but we've got a nice little notch on our belt there and I want them going, oh God, Liverpool are getting better they where we feel like we yeah. might be struggling a little bit. Let's be honest, we could have beat United at 8-0 yes. and also because we stopped playing at like the 60th minute, yeah. we just started strolling around the yeah. pitch. No, that's true. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. Um, yeah, let's have let's have another one of those situations. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the absolute best? Right, Sal. Um, thank you so much for joining us for the uh, build-up show. It was an absolute pleasure. As mentioned, Errol's going to be doing the watch-along uh, with Ross on Tuesday night, so make sure you check that out. I'll be at Anfield, hopefully uh, doing a nice, tasty vlog. Not as tasty as the Wembley one, because it can't be, because that no, was an absolute beast. Again. Yeah, it's going again. <laughs> as you can, as you can if you haven't checked that vlog out, that's on my channel, it's on Mates TV. If you want more uh, Liverpool content, as mentioned, please do try out Redman Plus. As if you like podcast content, we've got you covered. All the extra studio shows are all available in podcast form as well, so you can get us on the go without using your data. You can close your phone. It's like a YouTube Premium, only better. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, of course, we've got you covered in all kinds of different aspects: pre-match, post-match, and all those documentaries, features, and interviews. It's a belter. Can't recommend it enough. Do go and try it out. Uh, and if you actually are a subscriber to Redman Plus and you're in the YouTube comments, let people know you're getting on with it. It's always nice to have. Don't just take my word for it is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but there's plenty of people who seem to be getting on with it and you can listen to them if you don't want to listen to my voice anymore. Uh, gents, thank you so much. Always Absolute pleasure. Uh, and yeah, up the reds. Let's hope we smash the manks everywhere. <laughs>